0: to Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive of Behavioral Health for Providence here in Oregon and Chief Clinical Officer for Work To Be Well. Here with me today to talk about end of the year anxieties because it's senior time and our seniors are really starting to feel it. Our Ashika and Dominic, two of our National Student Advisory Council members. And I am so excited because This is one of my favorite episodes of the year to do when we talk about all things for our seniors and all the fears, all the other things that are going on. And we get to find a little bit about maybe where it is you're going to be heading in the fall and what you're going to be doing and all those types of things. But first, as a reminder... The information provided during this event is for educational purposes only. It is not intended, nor it is implied, to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Let's get started with Ashika and Dominic. Please introduce yourselves, where you're from, and tell me how this end-of-the-year senior stuff is going for you right now. How are you feeling? Who wants to kick us off?
1: Dominic, you want to hit it? Sure. I'll I'll um kick us off. So hi everybody. I'm Dominic. I am from Burbank, California. And uh this, you know, the end of the year being a senior, it's definitely hitting me. There's a lot of mixed emotions. You know, I'm happy to be moving on to different things and to new opportunities, but I'm also sad to be leaving my school, to be leaving some of the volunteer opportunities that I have like at Work to Be Well and at Teen Line and I don't know, it's just a big, you know, It's a big time to live in right now.
0: (laughs) Such a great way to say it, a big time. Ashika, how about you?
2: Yeah, of course. Hi, um, my name is Ashika. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And same as Dominic, it's been pretty crazy, especially because we were just talking about how we've got to have so many in-person senior events this year, like prom, a real graduation, and like real grad parties and stuff. So I think that has been really amazing. But it's also been really sad just having to say goodbye to people who are going out of state and to like old teachers and, of course, our school. So I'd say it's pretty bittersweet. (laughs)
0: Bittersweet. Well, you know, for a lot of people, this is a time of big anxiety. There's a lot of fear related to being a senior. And why do you think it is that, that people might be feeling anxiety around something that is so cool. I mean, you're graduating. Why am I anxious if I'm graduating?
1: I mean, that's a great question. And I mean, obviously I don't wanna just assume for people. So I'll just speak off of my own experience with end of the year anxiety. I mean, for me personally, I'm definitely anxious about going into this new chapter of my life, you know, going to college and, or for anyone, wherever you're going, you know, next after senior year, because, you know, not everyone's going to college, but it just going into this new chapter of your life, you know, meeting new people, having these new experiences, not really being prepared to do it because I mean, there's no like, you know, there's no book, there's no instruction, instructional manual for you to read about how to, you know, continue on with your life. And also another thing that's been really stressing me out is like losing the friends that I've, you know, spent the last four years making, like, you know, these friendships that have, you know, supported me for so long, like what's going to happen when I move halfway across the state or for some people halfway across the country or even the world, like, how do we maintain these relationships? And it's just, you know, so much is changing, and I think that change is always a good, you know, uh, producer of anxiety for a lot of people. And so that's sort of how I've been feeling. I don't know if you know any other people resonate with that.
2: Yeah, Dominic, I definitely agree. Um, I have a lot of friends who are going to college out of state or even out of the country, and I'm definitely gonna miss them a lot. And I know they're gonna miss kind of like their home and their school and what they're used to. I think a lot of seniors, um, a lot of their anxiety comes from the fact that people are expecting them to be, like, sorted out with their lives and just, like, know what they want to do, what they want to study, what major they want to do, what college they're going to, if they're going to college, what they want to do as a career. Everyone's kind of expecting them to, like, have everything figured out um, just because they're, like, graduating from high school. So for me and for a lot of my friends, that's where some of our anxieties come from, just from, like, that push to be like an adult already, even though we're, we're barely, barely graduated. Some of us haven't even graduated yet. Um, so I think for us, that's pretty nerve wracking.
0: You know, and it's, it, it is such a rush and a mix of emotions. I mean, you both talked about um, friendships that aren't going to be as close. Um, the happiness, the sadness. Um, You know, there's a lot of excitement. Uh, These types of events, there's all the events that happen, right? Like the final concerts, the final plays, the final events, the final this, that, and the other thing. Do you see now being in person? You know, you all are the first class really back in person in a couple of years. And has that made this easier in some ways? Has it made it harder? What do you think? I know it's a tough question, right? (laughs) but if you think about it as we think about you know really being able to say goodbye to people you guys get to say goodbye to people um in a different way than than probably folks did two years ago
1: i mean i definitely think that it does make it easier in some ways to be back in person um and i think it's I mean, obviously I believe that it's beneficial to, you know, our, you know, our health and our needs to be back in person because we're actually seeing people, we're communicating with people, we're in these environments that we've been, we've grown so accustomed to. So I think in some ways it's definitely beneficial, but I think it's also might make it a little harder for some people because it's, it's easier to you know create these really strong attachments when you're in person uh, versus when you're online and so maybe it's harder for some people to like pull away from these situations and these experiences when they're in person but I definitely would have to say that I think that the benefits of being in person are like outweighing the negatives um and I definitely think that it's making it more of a positive experience, like going out of high school to have, you know, your, your classmates with you and your teachers with you and your friends with you. I think that it's definitely a, a positive experience.
0: Well, I do know you all have gotten a lot more comfortable in the virtual world. Uh, you know, as a result of the pandemic, do you think the virtual world is going to make it easier for you to maintain the friends you want to stay close to, even though you may be going a whole bunch of different places, and and what advice would you give to people who are worried about losing those friendships? What are you gonna do to stay in touch with the people you care about?
2: Yeah, I think that's actually a really interesting point um, that you made, Dr. Robin, because now that we're all so familiar with like Zoom and like video calls, um, I feel like friends could. Maybe once a week on the weekends, like have like a Zoom party um, if they're like far away from each other or maybe even like watch a movie together. I know there are a lot of online sites where you can like watch movies all together and like talk about the movie as you do. Um, So I think that would be a very cool way to stay in touch with people who are maybe not going to the same college as you or who are not in the same area as you. Um, I think for advice, just try... Try your best to stay in touch. I know a lot of people like drift away, but like even if it's like asking someone how their day was or like sending them a quick text message, um, I think we've gotten better at that in COVID, especially since like during virtual school, everyone was kind of away from each other. Um, So I think that would be my advice is to try and just even if it's like a little message or like a emoji or anything like that, try to stay in touch with the people that you care about and people that you want to stay in touch with and I know they'll make an effort to do the same for you.
1: Yeah and I think that's a wonderful piece of advice you know just making that effort for people can take you so so you know so so far in your relationships Um, but something that I definitely want to stress is when you're going into this new chapter of your life it's important that you evaluate who deserves to be in that chapter of your life with you. Because I've had issues with individuals, you know, who aren't giving me what I deserve in a friendship. And I've had to make tough decisions and I've had to make, you know, some calls about things that, I, you know, it hurt. But like, I have to prioritize my own peace and I have to prioritize my own health and myself above all and so i think it's so important that when we're going into this new new chapter of our life my biggest advice to you is evaluate who really deserves to be in that chapter like who are the people who you know if you go quiet they'll check in on you who are the people who you know will have your back when things are tough who are the people that you know will show up with you know with ice cream and and two spoons if you know someone just broke your heart like who are the people that you know are in your corner and if you have questions, if you're not sure, then it's time to really evaluate these friendships and protect your peace. Because the whole point of going into this new chapter is to become who you are and to really be what you want to be. And, and you can't do that when you have people holding you back. So my advice is just evaluate the situations you're in, the environments, the friendships that you have, and and be very careful with where you're putting your energy and be very, very d- diligent in protecting your own. That's brilliant advice. It's a great
0: time to not only clean out your closet, but uh, clean out your friendships and think about who deserves to remain with you. Don't forget to clean out your closet though, because your, your your parents will appreciate that. Trust me, there's a lot of clothes you wore in high school that you don't want to be caught dead in in college. Trust me. So it's time for that big reveal. Where are you two going to be next fall? All right. What are you guys to kick it off, Ashika? Where are you going to be next fall?
2: Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so I live in Atlanta, like I said, so I'll be going to Georgia Tech in the fall, which is here in Georgia, in-state for me.
0: Nice. Nice. And Dominic, <laughs> where are you going?
2: Congratulations,
1: Ashika. Um that's awesome. And then the college that I will be attending. Okay, I'm still in between two um, at the moment. Uh, so it's either going to be UC Santa Cruz or UC Davis. Um, so I have officially committed to Santa Cruz. Um still waiting on Davis for some details, but either school I go to, I know I'll I'll do I'll I'll do what I need to do and, and I'll be happy. And so I'm very excited for this next part of my life in Ashika, you you should be too. That's a wonderful school. And I know you're going to do great there.
0: Those are wonderful college choices. And as you think about where it is that you're going, what are your strategies that you're going to use to meet new friends? I mean, that's one of the scariest parts about going to college is meeting new friends. What are you going to do?
2: Um, Yeah, I think for me specifically, my school, we have a thing where we admit a lot of in-state students. So I know at least... 15, 20 kids from my high school going there. Um, So many kids that I just know from other high schools going there. It's a Georgia school. Lots of people are from Georgia. So I think I'm going to have to make an extra effort to make some new friends um, and not just stay in my, like, high school cliques and, like, stay with people I'm familiar with because college is kind of like a place where you branch out, you, like, meet new people. Um, That's what college is mostly about. Well, not mostly about, but that's, like, a big aspect of college. Um, So I think I'm definitely going to try to not stay away, of course, of course, I still want to talk to my um, friends from here, but I'm going to try to look for maybe some out of state students, meet some international students, um, join some clubs and activities, participate in like spirit events and like dorm bonding events so that I can meet some new people. I'll meet some people in my classes, too, hopefully. Um, And so I think that. It's mostly what I'm trying to do, I'm not really sure yet, um, on how I'm going to go about doing that, especially because of the high percentage of people from Georgia going to my school. But, um, yeah, I think I'm going to try that and see how it works out.
1: I mean. I just I resonate so much with the the statement like I'm not sure how I'm going to do it yet because you know again there isn't a playbook for you to like you know step by step like this is how you make new friends in college step one like no I don't we don't have that available um, but one thing that I've been utilizing recently is there's this app called patio I don't know if you've ever heard of it um, but basically like a, almost every college I think in the country is like registered on it and you can join your college in the app and then there's like a group chat with like a bunch of other students from that college in your class and you can talk to them and meet them and you know you have to show your I know for some schools you have to show your acceptance letter to be admitted into their chat so it's like it's like legit like you're not going to be talking to strangers um that that didn't actually get to the college that you're going to and so it's a super helpful app. I mean, I'm on it. I've already met friends. I've already met new. I've already met people. I'm talking with people who are in my residential college, who are um, in the same major as me. Um, so that was super helpful. Also, because you know we're in the age of social media, so let's use it to our advantage. Uh, there are all sorts of like Instagrams available where it'll be like, for example, like the University of California Santa Cruz class of 2026. And basically what you do is you submit your photo and then like your acceptance letter and like a little bio about you and they'll post it. And then all the other Santa Cruz uh, students who follow that account will be able to see you, follow you back. You'll get to know them. So there are certain opportunities where you can meet students through social media before you even get to campus. Um, And there's also resources online available for once you get to campus, you know, like resources on how to meet new friends. Like I know, uh, I always go to this one, but au.reachout.com has a guide to making new friends. So I'd highly suggest checking that out. Uh, I mean there are opportunities and resources available for you to make new friends because it's really difficult. It's confusing. It's complex, but it doesn't have to be.
0: That's really good advice. That's really super good advice. I have not heard of that app and I think that's something that that really uh, is a great way for people to um, get to know each other before you get there, which is really huge and important. I also love the advice about clubs. I know when my daughter went to Willamette, she goes to Willamette University, she joined the Poi Club. And I had to figure out what the Poi Club was. You know what the Poi Club is? Fire dancing who knew you could be a fire dancer in college? So uh, that was one of the places that I know she's met a a lot of people. Um, Also affinity groups are a great way to meet a lot of people, Uh, especially, you know, if you identify LGBTQ, if you identify as uh, Latinx or some other, you know, diversity, there are a lot of affinity groups, um, especially cultural affinity groups on some campuses. Well, Llamin has a very large Polynesian population, and there's a lot of those types of of, uh, activities and groups there. But it's really super cool to join and do something that maybe you've been scared to do. Maybe you always wanted to be a singer and never did it in high school. Give it a shot in college. There's a lot of singing clubs and things like that. I also know one of the things that happens while we're in this transition between high school and college is that some of our self-care practices can take a hit. And that idea of how you care for yourself during this transition, what are your strategies? Because you're both pretty good at the self-care game. What are going to be your strategies for taking care of you? And what advice do you have for people? How you take care of yourself during this big life transition?
1: That's a really good question. And I'm not going to pretend like I have all the answers because I don't. Because I am just with every other senior right now who is trying to figure out what the heck we're doing with our lives and what is coming up next. Um, But I think that one, like, tactic that I'm probably going to rely on is, you know, hold on to my close friends and my support group so that they can hold me accountable. You know, if they see that I'm, you know, having a tough time or I'm not caring for myself the way I should be, they can hold me accountable and I can hold them accountable. So having that group of friends that, you know, I can rely on and that they can rely on me, you know, trying to become habitual with the self-care practices that I'm using like listening to music when I'm down you know just trying to make it part of my routine so that when I am off a of college like it's just it's habitual like I can just go to it it's there I don't even have to worry about it uh another thing that I might just consider trying to do I mean I've already done it a little bit is starting an emotional first aid kit using uh work to be wells. Uh, module on our website. You can access it at work Wonderful resource. Um, slight promo, but it's a wonderful resource. It can help you, you know, put together self-care tactics that you can use when you are in need, when you're down, when you just need, you know, someone to support you or something to support you. So just, you know, holding on to the people who love you, making self-care routine and, you know, looking up and finding out about our emotional first aid kit
2: yeah those are some really that was like really good advice I think I'm going to take some of that advice Dominic because I have no idea how I'm going to try and do that because I know college is a lot of stress um especially in the first couple of weeks um the work is kind of like hits you and then like you're away from home um so I'm definitely going to use those tips I think I'm just going to try try my best to make a little time. I might not be able to incorporate it like into my routine as well. So I might make some like extra time separately as like my self-care time where I can maybe watch like my favorite TV show or like watch some YouTube, read a book, take a walk. I feel like taking walks outside and just being like in nature really helps me um, with self-care, especially since we're like on our computers all day, like typing away um, in lectures and class and stuff. So I think for me, I'm definitely going to do like nature walks and stuff. And yes, sleep is very, very important. In high school, I did not get a lot of sleep. So I'm going to try to prioritize a little bit more sleep in college. No promises, but um, trying to get at least eight hours, I think, is the recommended amount. At least that much time um, of sleep is very, very important. So I will definitely try to do that as well.
0: Oh, yeah, you're going to become queen of the power nap. That's kind of how it works in college. You got to get to your sleep when you can get it. So you both are our seniors. You're doing all the fun things seniors do. What have been some of the activities that you have enjoyed the most? What have you been looking forward to that might not have happened yet? What What's it been like?
1: Well, I just had my prom last night, um, and I enjoyed that a lot. I uh, went with my best friend as my date um and my group of friends all had a great time we came we did a (laughs) we did a late night uh 7-eleven slushy run after prom all dressed up in our uh outfits and you know people were looking at us like we were insane but it's all right because you know maybe we are um but yeah i had loved prom um we had a water balloon fight on our last day of school the entire senior class so we were coming at each other with water balloons and water guns and that was fun um and I'm really, really looking forward to our our tradition of senior sunset, which is, you know, in the beginning of the year, we do we watch the sunrise at our school. And then at the end of the year, we watch the sunset. And so we are going to a beach, I believe. And then we're all going to just sit there and watch the sunset together and, you know, cry and, you know, have, you know, a little heart to heart moment and. Those are some of the things that I'm looking forward to. But I'm also looking forward to, you know, walking on my campus for the first time at the at at the beginning of the school year and being like, wow, I'm really at college right now and moving into my dorm and, you know, all of these things. And so I just hope that, you know, when you're transitioning right now in this moment in your life that you're looking forward to these good moments and you're like holding on to them and trying to ignore the negative stuff that that might be that might be swirling around you. (laughs)
2: Yeah that sounds amazing. Um, I wish I lived somewhere where we had like beaches close to us because I really want to do that but um, prom for me definitely was one um, because it's an in-person event and we had it at an art museum and they let us like look at the art which was amazing. I love that so much (laughs) and my graduation was yesterday actually so I think that was probably my favorite event getting to walk across the stage and like the cap and the gown and all the parents are being really supportive cheering someone had like one of those horns that make really loud noises whenever their kid would be called so I thought that was so fun um and yeah I think for the future definitely like dorms college like those college events that you have with your like hall where you get to meet everyone and like the we have like weird traditions that we're probably going to do in college and like college formals and stuff so I'm very very excited for that and just like for the future and being like the next chapter of our lives. Um very excited.
0: Okay, I'm super jealous about the whole beach thing. You know, the California beach, sitting on a California beach watching the sunset. Oh yeah, yeah. That would have been wonderful. That would have been great. Oh my stars. Well, as you as you think about this as you're getting ready to move forward, do you have any concluding thoughts for seniors who are who are kind of still in it and maybe stressed out about it. What do you, what, what pieces of advice do you have for them? And what pieces do you of advice do you have for next year's seniors that maybe you think about now that you should have paid a little more attention to anything like that? Anything, any advice that you want to give going forward? I
2: think so for this year of seniors, um, I guess I would say is you guys for you, those of you who haven't graduated yet, um, you're almost there. Uh, you can do it. Um, you've made it this far. It's May. Gotten through all your AP exams. Hopefully, all your finals. All your grades are in. Applied to college. Got into college, or if you have other plans, you've hopefully got those sorted out. Or even if you haven't, you are totally okay. Um, you've got this, and you've made it this far in your career. And we're we got got this. We're totally supporting you. Um, Don't stress, and you deserve everything, and I guess for people who may be seniors next year or will be seniors in a couple of years, um, I would say that it all works out in the end. Um, So don't stress very early on in your high school years about college or senior year. Try to enjoy high school because it goes by really, really fast, Um, and I would also say don't procrastinate on your college apps by trying to submit them at 11.52 or near the 11.59 deadline because the website will glitch and bad things will happen. So try not to procrastinate. Try not to write all your essays in one day. Um, Try to space things out for yourself and enjoy your senior year while you also do college applications. So, yeah. I love that. And my
1: advice for current seniors who are, you know, on their way to graduation kind of echoing what i had mentioned earlier protect your peace protect your energy focus on yourself you know i i understand that it's hard or you might feel like you're being selfish but you're not and you know a little bit of selfishness is is warranted right now especially I think that it's so important that we all take the moments to focus on ourselves and to, you know, hold ourselves together and work on our own selves because this is a very stressful time to be in. I mean, there is work to do, there is assignments still due for some people that have senior projects, which I have and I'm not happy about. I mean, there's graduation, there's all these other things that we have to think about and stress about, and so. You know, taking those moments to really focus on yourself and your needs and making sure that your needs are being met is super important. And then for our, you know, future seniors, uh, current juniors, maybe sophomores, my advice would be don't delay on your college apps at all. I would get your college list done by your summer of junior year, uh, the the summer going into your senior year. Uh, Just do it, please please, for me, uh, <laughs> for my sake, you will not regret it. Always, you know, it's always a good thing to get started early on your college apps. And so I highly suggest you do that. And again, for everyone, honestly, protect your peace, you know, focus on yourself. We all need it. We all need, you know, a little extra focus on ourselves right now.
0: Well, I have one more question for you both before we sign off. I want to know, I realize this changes. I mean, my daughter went into college and her freshman year, she was on the medical school track. And by the end of her freshman year, she's like, nope, I'm going to be an attorney. Did not like organic chem. That was it. And uh, made it very simple for her. So what are you both going to be studying in college right now?
2: Um, I'm going to be studying biomedical engineering um, at Georgia Tech, which is like engineering, but like for health devices and like health related things. Um, so very excited.
1: That's
0: super cool. We need more of that.
1: And I will be studying sociology, hopefully pursuing my MSW um, and possibly adding a poli-sci double major. Still thinking about it.
0: <laughs> oh, I can highly recommend that poli-sci man. You know, if you get a chance, take that internship and go, uh, go volunteer and work in the legislature. It's a very powerful thing. That's how Billy changed her major to being an attorney uh, was you know one semester working for a representative in the legislature. We need more advocates and we need much more biomedical engineers these days. I have thoroughly enjoyed having the time to talk with you both about your senior year, some tips and tricks for other seniors, uh, where you're headed and all the advice that you have for everybody. I think it's been a spectacular time today and I want to thank you for joining me and thank to all of our listeners on Talk to Be Well and talking about our senior year and all the anxiety that that can provoke. If you are looking for support with your mental health, please check us out at providence.org. And for parents, teachers, and students, check us out at worktobewell.org. That's work the number two, be well.org. I am your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, and this has been Talk to Be Well. Thanks, everybody.